We are shows what you know. We'll always watch TV. And if you think we can't, we'll watch more and you'll see. That's why the people of the web believe in Jim from Las Vegas and Jacob from Sweden. Extra, extra, no swimming in the swimming pool for at least three weeks. Welcome to the Gilead Gazette. I am Jim Scampoli. I'm Kristen Thorson. Oh, that's right. There is no Jacob this week. He left the hellhole known as Sweden to go to the hellhole known as Ireland. He's in the process of a big move right now. Uh, I believe you will still hear his thoughts on this episode once he's caught up. But we do have a female's perspective. Ooh, and I have a chair from Ikea, so I'm pretty much <laughs> Swedish anyway. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, we're all United States in this episode, or Gilead as we like to call it. No Very international true. except for the Ikea chair. And uh, like I said, you know, a couple dudes talking about The Handmaid's Tale. Might as well bring a female in to talk about, I guess, The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Here, here. Yeah. Now, real quick, before we get into anything, I did get we did get an email about the episode Holly from Diane Wilson. Uh, quick, real just quick thoughts here. I rewatched Holly after your podcast. I'd missed a lot in the first watch, like Oprah. Uh, did you notice Oprah, by the way? Uh, I Christine? did. I, I, I Googled it to be sure because I was like, how the fuck did they snag <laughs> Oprah? And then I thought she might have like an appearance, and, but no. Yeah, just I, her voice. I did the same thing. I wasn't 100%, but I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Oprah. So I had to Google it. Um, I'd like to think she didn't shoot either of the Waterfords because they're miserable enough with each other. And I guess that's kind of what the consensus we came to. Uh, I said last week that I hated that moment because I thought it was such a tease. I don't know what your thoughts were. I wasn't a big fan of it because I didn't think that June would do. I just didn't think June would do that in general. It doesn't strike me as part of her character. Even to, even to after someone. the horrific pregnant rape. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe, but it's still just I don't know. It just seemed a bit much to me. I'm glad that it didn't happen because it would have definitely been a, a like okay moment to me that would have been right. like, too would, much. Yeah, I mean I think even though I wanted it to happen and I was annoyed that they teased it. You're completely right. It wouldn't have been like in tune with the show, really. But it's because there's this thing that I'm a big champion of on this show, and Jacob to an extent, is that I want to see Serena uh, dragged by a car <laughs> through the streets. Uh, so, so I was... <laughs> I'm a bit more sympathetic to her than you oh, guys for oh, I sure. Like I, I do still not like her, but I, I, I fall for it still every once in a while. Where I'm like, oh, and I think it's just because like. She's also been she's also been fucked. She she signed up for it, but she didn't sign up for this much. Well, she signed up for it and also but she made the form oh, no. as well, so you know what I mean? I I lost you there for a second. Oh, uh, but oh, sorry. You I'm going to assume you said, "Yeah, you're right, Kristen." Well, I said, "Yeah, she did sign up for it, but she also made the the page to sign up on. Like she's she's pretty responsible." <laughs> she did she did, but like there's that episode, I don't know if you guys touched on it where like she realizes that Aunt Lydia's allowed to read and write. And she's like, what the fuck? I can't read and write. You can fucking read and write, you stupid aunt. <laughs> like, so she's, she's still getting fucked a little bit, you know? That's true. Okay. Well, I mean, well, there'll be stuff to get into this episode then because uh, there's a lot of, for all you Serena lovers out there, there's a lot to dive into. It's uh, called Stans, Jim. Yeah, Serena Stans. If Nick is dead, this is before this episode, obviously. If Nick is dead, I didn't see blood where he's likely shot. The wolf is Nick. Standing idly by as June works to rescue herself. If he's not dead, I don't know. We were talking about what the wolf represented. I was saying that the wolf represented, uh, to me, June. Just And I wasn't explaining it properly last week, but I just meant kind of like her strength. She has the strength of a wolf, and she'll survive no matter what, and even put her survival uh, in, in the way. Well, she won't put her survival in the way of her baby. So that was my thing. I didn't really have a take on the wolf. I was just like, oh, they're doing some artsy shit yeah. <laughs> and let it pass. I, I even thought to myself, I was like, what are they trying to represent here? And then I was like, meh. Yeah. And the last thought here, uh, the one thing I know is that Serena does not deserve to be a mother, injury or no. And I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree. She does not deserve a baby. And this, baby. this episode here is entitled Postpartum. It's directed by Dana Reed and written by Eric Tuchman. Now, I guess uh, one other thing, though, before we get into this episode. Now, you recently just watched all of The Handmaid's Tale in, what, like 10 days or something? 
Yeah, definitely less than two weeks, but more than one week. I I binged it def- over a couple of weekends. It does feel like this is not a binge show, but how was your experience? Uh, it was good. the first the first season is is really addicting because they almost always end on like a oh my god what happens next type thing. But so I was I was watching this show and I was reading the book Sharp Objects in in preparation for that show to come out. So it was just like the world is grim and awful, <laughs> and I was just like I don't people are terrible. I don't want to watch anything happy. Uh, I had to drag myself to see Ant Man and the Wasp to like watch something cheery. Is that a nice? Uh, but I think it's I think it's binge worthy. But then again, I binged uh, Black Mirror as well, which is not something you should binge. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is. I mean, any show is binge worthy. But yeah, I guess it just feels like it would be a really heavy cloud. And yeah, I I don't know a ton about the plot of Sharp Objects, but I have heard it's pretty heavy. So yeah, you were definitely doubling down, living in your own uh, dark corner for a while, eh? <laughs> I, I didn't even open the blinds in my apartment. Uh, <laughs> it was a it was a couple of it was a fun couple of weeks. For for me for sure now, one of the things we've kind of talked about on this is like did you ever get to a moment though where you're kind of like this show's too bleak i don't even want to watch this or i didn't i because but like i think it's uh i should probably qualify that i like bleak stuff like mm. i i love bleak stuff uh, some, the other day i looked up the baby mind scene from Dumbo just because I was like I want to cry <laughs> at that scene <laughs> so I looked up baby mind from Dumbo and just watched it for fun so that's it's kind of my MO so I could see like for example like my dad hates that kind of stuff and I could see my dad quitting this show uh, mm. I could see my mom quitting this show but I'm all about it I love it I yeah love a, I love a sad time yeah I mean because that's kind of what we were talking about I maybe maybe even uh, binging it could be better because you can kind of quickly move on to the next thing like we sit here and like uh delve into like the sadness on this show for a while uh and especially like you know i guess going week to week with the first few well not the first few but when she gets captured and then she's back and then everything's sad and everything's terrible again and there's only there's not even like small hints of hope that's when we're kind of like who would even keep watching the show i guess us and then we did it but yeah yeah it, it keeps you hooked somehow because you you're like there's got to be a way you it, you have hope even if she doesn't yeah and we talked about how like that's how it works to the advantage of the show where like it's just these small hints like i i i admitted i openly talked about it on the show when they all tell each other their names in their supermarket uh, I just have tears streaming down my face, and I'm just like, yeah, tell them your name. Tell them your real name. And then I'm looking at Eden, and I'm like, Ugh, get out of there. You're going to ruin it somehow. Um, <laughs> that was a great moment. I loved that. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really good. I know you were you mentioned to me when, uh, I guess in the previous episode before this one in Holly, when she does oh. meet the daughter or has her small reunion with the daughter and what she asks her. You know, we'll ever yeah. see you again. When her daughter asks, uh, yeah, uh, will I ever see you again, mommy? I was like, oh, my <laughs> fucking God, you won't. You probably won't see her again. <laughs> and it got me really, that got me really good. The whole reunion with the daughter was good in general. Yeah. So, I mean, we're on the, we're, we're on the track to the finale. This is the episode before the finale here. I will say personally, like general thoughts, I didn't love it. But again, because I'm a, number one, I'm a Serena hater, so... I don't really like, I mean, uh, I sound like an idiot because it's definitely adding dimension to the character and it's, you know, it's better than having her just be such a villain, but it's just tough for me sometimes because I feel like she's such a villain that I don't buy it all the time when she's has these moments of like clarity. I guess now it's different because there is a baby and I guess I do believe that she really does love this baby. Uh, but I just have a problem with her ever trying to get sympathy from me. It is. I think that they're waffling on it a lot more than they should, uh, because it's it's almost like like uh, I don't remember if it was in this week's episode or the last week since I binged it, but where she uh, says to Fred like, "Yeah, you raped her," and yep. it's like, "Yeah, it was your fucking idea." <laughs> like yeah. it, so they they're it's it's very wish wishy washy. Like they can't even keep t- within a week. Uh, having her be on one side or the other. And I think if they gave her longer periods of time to be likable and then giving something more concrete to make her flip, it'd be a little more viable. Hmm. But currently, yeah, I think they're just doing it a little too much. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's kind of similar. It's kind of what we've been saying, too, because even with the episode where they were kind of partners for a little bit, uh, working in tandem, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea from the show was that it was probably going on for a little bit while, but obviously it was like through a montage. So it was hard to fully get the sense of everything uh, because they, you know, didn't have time to spend with it. Although the trade-off is I wouldn't really want to spend time while they're just doing paperwork <laughs> and hanging out. So I guess <laughs> I get it. And the other thing... and we'll That get, sounds like my kind of show. <laughs> yeah. The other thing, and we'll probably get more into it, is um, like this Eden stuff, it's fine. But this whole season, I've been waiting for Eden to ruin everything like to be a weird spy because she's like always around when important things are happening and like i mean i guess june even says something like watch out for her she could be a problem like she in the in her early appearance she almost asks if nick's a gender traitor or what have you um so i guess i never had enough sympathy for that i didn't quite buy i mean i get it's tragic because she's a young kid but like Serena's crying about it, and I'm just rolling my eyes. Like, what are you? T- what are you crying about? Yeah, and I, to me, when it when it happened, I wasn't. I didn't feel sad for her at all. The, my immediate thought was, what was the point of her? Yeah, there was what. There was no point to her character because it didn't really create a rift between him and June. It didn't create like like Serena liked her. Rita was a little annoyed by her, and that's it. Like, hmm. the, what was the payoff there? Yeah, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing because it did seem like they were building up something. I mean, I, I thought guess she was going to narc for the letters for sure. Yeah, no, I thought so for sure because we've <laughs> Jacobs always pointed out how Nick always acts the like in the worst manner possible <laughs> around her. Uh, instead of just giving her like, it's not like he has to be like, oh yeah, my child bride, let's have sex all the time, but he also <laughs> doesn't have to be like completely ignoring her and treating her like a huge piece of shit to her she's like hello how are you today and he's like fuck you yeah he just pours a shot and chugs i don't want i don't want new stuff uh so yeah i mean i guess it's interesting i guess it's just kind of another child i I, relates i don't know we could talk a bit about more as go through the episode i mean the episode starts where our you know uh wildest nightmares come true because as we were last left the car pulls up we don't know who it is we can assume it's gilead here to take june uh, and then this episode opens up with Serena being happy with the baby, baby Holly. By the way, I will not. I refuse to call this baby anything else but baby Holly. Uh, Do you call Angela Angela or Charlotte? Uh, wait, who's Angela? Janine's baby. Oh, I, I completely like, forgot about the baby. <laughs> How dare uh, you? <laughs> I just call that oh one-eyed's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little one-eyed baby over there. I mean, I'm concerned. I- I'm concerned about. I mean, I was concerned about that baby, but I we did talk about a lot in that episode about how I didn't believe that all those things would happen. Like they would allow her to see the baby and all that stuff that they allowed to happen. I just thought things were very easy for some reason. So yeah, I've, yeah. I- I've never been fully attached to uh, baby Charlotte. Yes. Yeah. Is Charlotte. It, is that her Slash dead name? Angela. Her dead name is Charlotte. Oh, and Angela then. I messed up. Because I'm always trying <laughs> well, to wait, be... wait, what are we considering the dead name? <laughs> I'm considering the name given to her by the commander, not okay, by the mother. Okay, dead name's Angela. Okay, so All Charlotte. Right, either way. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, June is June, Emily's Emily, and Holly is Holly. That's 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 uh, the end of the line for me. Although Martha, the Martha is always Martha because I always forget her name. <laughs> oh, Rita rules. I love Rita, Rita, thank you. Uh, but yeah, so we see Serena happy with baby Holly and June in a classic June looks at the camera scene, except now she's got breast pumps hooked, hooked up and we kind of get told the story. It's been what, a couple weeks or something. They, they basically yeah. say it seems to be at least a couple weeks. I don't know how fast like breast milk would dry up, uh, without like without direct contact. So I got the impression maybe it'd been a little longer, but I'm, I'm no biologist. Well, yeah, it is interesting that the big crux of this episode really is, like, the breast milk. And it's almost running up the line of, like, being kind of hokey, but they make it completely work. I don't think it's bad at all. But it's almost silly if it wasn't so heartbreaking when she sees the baby in the church and she starts lactating. And then the stupid commander, like, it's a grin on his face or yeah. something. Was he, was he supposed to be being creepy? Because I, I couldn't pin whether they were trying to have him be creepy about that or not. I assume so, because I think that actor plays a really good, like, sinister creep, but behind this weird poker face. And I yeah. think he's always doing it. 
because he's always just like showing up and like looking at June weird and, uh, you know, just being a creepy commander like the rest. Um, so yeah, we got Aunt Lydia, who's, uh, obviously always great. I do have a love hate with, with Aunt Lydia because I do, like her, I buy, like sometimes I have sympathy for, even though she's awful, but I like that she has this, um, kind of weird twisted love for her handmaids and care for them. See, that was something where in binging it that I think has kind of bothered me is that the jump between season one and two, all of a sudden Aunt Lydia has moments of night. She's, she's awful. She wants them to kill Janine, even though like, you know, she deep down, she like kind of doesn't, but she, then she like brutally punishes them for it. But then in this season, they're like, especially June is getting away with stuff. And I get that she's pregnant, but she's not pregnant anymore. I just feel like in general, the way that they all talk to each other and talk to her is is not it's not the same anymore and i don't understand why like when she's taking emily to her new posting they're talking to each other very casually and like mm. emily's kind of like talking shit and aunt lydia's just like ah yeah <laughs> who does want a fucked up handmaid yeah. Like, yeah 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 you know you're right sorry i keep swearing oh no you could, them. we could swear <laughs> uh but yeah you're right they 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 more hinted at it in the first season and they definitely kind of played a little bit more fast and loose in this season because before it was more i mean yeah i guess she did want them to stone her but she, you could tell that she cared for her a little bit, but it was more, yeah, it was definitely more sinister. Uh, but yeah, now like the other thing, like it's it's kind of popped up a few times in this season, not just with Lydia. Even there's that scene earlier in the season when um, the guards are like trying to uh, uh, console. Um, Damn, why am I forgetting one-eyed girl's name already? <laughs> Janine. <laughs> Just said it. Yeah, Janine. When Janine first has a breakdown because of the baby, like the ambulance comes, and then June's just like pushing the guard away. She's like, I got this. I got this. And we're yeah. like, what? What is going on right now? What is going on in Gilead? And, and, in, and this episode is also an offender because we have yet another June and Nick smoldering scene like just in a room in the house. Yeah. And I'm always deftly afraid something's going to happen, but they're just kind of like getting all close, like grazing their lips against each other and just talking loudly about secret things and stuff like that. And I'm always like, what are you doing? Stop. Like someone's going to hear this. Yeah, it does always stress me out. Anytime they get too close, I'm like, stop it, stop it. Serena's going to come around the corner. Although I guess Serena would care. She already knows True. about yeah. about it. But either way, it, they definitely, uh, when they were in the hospital a couple of episodes ago in that hallway, I was yes. like, oh my God, you're going to get busted. Stop. Yes. Yeah. We called that out uh, uh, specifically as well. Um, now this Nick, this the way they explain Nick being back, I feel is kind of a cop out because they're just like, oh, I mean, I guess it's because the commander stepped in to save face, whatever, yet again. Like, commit the the commander and Serena are always, like, covering up. And I guess it's more for their own benefit than it is for, like, Nick or June. But yet again, it's like, oh, this is just a misunderstanding with some overzealous guardians. Uh, yeah, and they they do kind of specifically try to set it up like they're saving face because they talk about, like, if we if we had our handmaid run away twice, we're going to get killed. Um, so I, I kind of give it to him this time around, but... But, uh, so it, it was still very like he's not even injured. Like, yes, is it, yeah. who, where did they shoot him? <laughs> so I mean, is is it because of that that they don't try to do anything for Eden? Because it's really <laughs> it seems like they like Eden more than I don't. Them. It seems like the commander does not like Eden. Oh, you right. kind of talk shit about her immediately. Like ah, I tried to help this girl, but it seemed. But it, that's not why Eden came to be. He was trying to sabotage Nick in a way by bringing in Eden. He wasn't trying to help that girl. So seeing him in a weird sort of peril, a perilous like rage <laughs> about yeah. her betraying him didn't really make much sense to me. Yeah, I think he yells like slut or something. Like he's yeah. really <laughs> pissed. Um, but yeah, before that, we, I mean, we do, we, yeah, we have an ex explanation for where Nick was and he's just fine. Everything's okay. Everything's back to the status quo. Except of course, June is in a, like a solitary at a house somewhere because as we know, Serena wants to get rid of her. Um, and yeah, Serena and Eden are also with the baby and, uh, Rita does make a comment that, you know, sometimes the milk can dry up. And th this is the other thing. It's like the only reason why June's gone, it's because Serena is such a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> That's true. and I guess m most of this is about, you know, changing her mind and I guess it works because of the baby, because again, even though I hate Serena, 
I do believe that she loves this baby because it's like the only thing she has, really. Yeah, it it, it is. I, I even thought, and this is jumping ahead a little bit, but I even, it kind of makes me, again, I know you're not sympathetic to her, but it makes me a little more sympathetic and hopeful for Serena because like when they're killing Eden later on, and she's crying, even though it's annoying that she's crying, because why is she crying? It made me think, like, now aren't you thinking to yourself that you don't want your daughter to grow up in this world? Like, that you yeah. don't want this to happen to your daughter? So I, I, they're definitely playing heavy into that baby changing Serena. That's true. That's a good point, because that did kind of flash into my head, too, because I was trying to... I was just, well, I was mostly rolling my eyes and like smirking at my TV uh, because that's all I do every time she's on screen. I'm <laughs> just giving the finger to my TV, uh, middle finger. And um, <laughs> thank yeah, you for specifying. Yeah. And then I guess that did kind of bother me. Like, all right, maybe, yeah, I, anyone would have to think that because she's supposed to be, what, like 15 years old and she made a mistake. And since she won't like beg for forgiveness, they throw her into a pool and drown her in front of her mother. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. they drove her mother out for this. <laughs> yeah, they brought her out. Uh, so yeah. So then we have the scene where June. Um, they do bring June to like the, it's like an empty church or whatever they are. I think they're supposed to be in a school. Ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and that's like the auditorium where you would have like the theater. Yeah, and you, they. I do. They think they. The commander says a line something like. Uh, we're here to, uh, oh no, maybe Aunt Lydia says this, prime the pump, so to speak. <laughs> and then it does happen. And it, it's, it's such a, it's such a thing on the line for me because it's, I, I almost want to like giggle because it's like, what a silly thing, but it does work as like a, like she's kind of embarrassed in a weird way, but also it's such a natural motherly thing. And it would almost make sense to like happen immediately like that if she hadn't seen her newborn in weeks. So it's still a powerful moment, but it, I got to give him credit because it seems like it could be so silly. Yeah, they definitely pulled it off well, especially if you're immature. Like it could have been something that was like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> breast milk, uh, and it didn't come off like yeah. that. So, so props to them for getting past uh, immaturity. Not my immaturity, of course. I would never. <laughs> and I, I guess it's like this whole episode is about these breaking down, like kind of it's like levels in a video game. It's like first you get. You, you get, like, Serena to uh, agree to June just seeing her in a, like, uh, neutral spot. Then it's like, okay, Serena agrees to let June come home, but she stays in her room with her pumps, and that's it. So we get to the point where June is, like, laying on the floor, listening through the floor uh, just to hear her baby cry. And it's, you know, it's sad, of course. It's the handmaid still everything's sad. And then it, like, gets to the point where it's like, you know, all right, maybe she could see her or she sneaks a touch of her laundry. You know, she's like smelling her clothes. Uh, and then we finally, I guess, get to the point where she lets her breastfeed um, in, you know, ultimate uh, prestige point where you can either reset or uh, continue on as like overpowered, I guess. Um <laughs> So it's just weird because that's kind of the whole <laughs> what a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I brought it to the conclusion. It's just weird. Cause that's like the whole episode besides this Eden stuff. Um, and I guess in the end it kind of works, but I don't like Serena. So it doesn't fully work. Yeah. I, I like, like I said, I like, I do like, it's a strong word, but I don't hate Serena, especially not to the level that you hate Serena. Mm. And I do agree that it, yeah, it does. It does work because, ultimately she wants what's best for her baby and even though she's being stubborn and knows and uh, and doesn't want June around she knows that what's best for her baby is to have her around so I don't even see it as her giving an olive branch necessarily to June so much as it is like all right my baby needs to eat and I need you to have my baby eat Ah. so I think June perceives it as maybe an olive branch but I don't think it is yeah, and I just, I, I just, for some reason, I forgot the creepy scene where she tries to breastfeed the baby. Yeah, well, I oh. wish you didn't remind me. I didn't enjoy that. I didn't, I don't, that was like, uh, I mean, you can induce lactation. That's a thing. You can induce that's lactation, I, but not with a baby. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wasn't sure about. And I guess it's like, I was almost even mad at uh, Holly for... Um, <laughs> For even giving her a moment where Holly's like, oh, all right, food. 
And then like no food came out and just like, Ugh, get out of here. You know, my mom. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I guess, but it still does work too, where I, I do also feel bad a little bit for Serena in that moment. Cause she's, I think she like apologizes, uh, and, but I, I don't remember, but she definitely like has. She's like, "Oh, what the fuck am I doing?" Yeah, yeah. What a, it was really it's a chilling, like haunting scene. Um, but I, but but I'm just sitting there cheering because I just want it to be like, just the even though it's probably not fully uh, like grounded or or reality, where like the baby would always cry around Serena, never never not cry, and then of course as soon as like June just like walks by the door, like the baby would stop crying for a second, and I'm like, yeah, take that, take that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you tell her. I, <laughs> I, I, but I, I mean, the baby's been with her presumably since the like. I mean, uh, obviously she has her immediately, but then she has her pretty early. She gets her pretty early on, so she still yeah. has that chance to like imprint honor so yeah. she who knows she might not even give a shit well, about june that's true because i mean we we even saw it with uh hannah and it makes sense because even with hannah being like uh i don't know how old she's supposed to be i don't know if she's like 10 or 11 or 12 or they, something like that the they most. say she's eight when they're trying to get away so i don't know how if okay. she's supposed to be nine now or what but it, it's a little iffy because even with her you could see how and, and you completely would understand the mindset of when she's initially like pulls away from June and isn't sure. And then just talking about her current parents, because as a kid, all you can do is just adapt to what happens. You don't have a lot of power to do anything else. Uh, never mind just as a baby, that's like just forming your brain and, uh, you know, becoming a toddler. Yeah. Cause like, that's a thing that happens even with, with in real life, you know, uh, yeah. where uh, uh, someone is away from their parents and they might've known them at a certain point and then they see them and they nothing, nothing there. <laughs> Um, oh, and I guess, yeah, we did touch on it a little bit, like you mentioned with Emily and Lydia and kind of their back and forth. And then we get into this new, the Commander Lawrence's house, who he was the architect of the Gilead economy. And then we find out a little bit more about him as well. Um, he's played by, I mean, most people would say the guy from Get Out, but everyone would say Eric from Billy Madison. He's. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, this guy looks familiar, and I didn't know either of those things. But once you said "get out," I know that. Yeah. Well, he's clearly Eric from Billy Madison. He's the main villain in that movie, and I think Billy has a line where he's like, "You can't give the company to Eric. He's a bad man." <laughs> Such a <laughs> classic line. I don't know. I haven't watched that movie in so long. I was never a Sandler gal myself. Now, I mean, I guess I still kind of have this theory, even though this by the end of the episode they completely destroy my theory is I was waiting for him to be secretly kind of nice, but probably I, not. I'm still confused as to whether or not he is secretly nice because when when they first get there, his Martha yeah. talks back to him. Yeah. Like, he, he, he does something, and then she says, like, shove it, old man, and he's like, I'll give you a beating, but he's like, but he's serious? And then but she, he doesn't ever beat her. And doesn't. But doesn't and, she even say something like, "I'd like to see you try" or something? She has another yeah, she, line. I think she talks smack back. Yeah. And then he has art everywhere, which yep. make which they kind of explain away by his his wife having been an art professor. But it's still you get the vibe that art's not really allowed. Yeah. And he has a bunch. So is he remorseful about what he's done or is he still into it? His conversation with her is, is weird. And I don't know where that guy stands. Yeah. Because I was thinking the same thing is that you see the art, uh, and, and like kind of even like Aunt Lydia's like looking around a little weirded out. Cause I think there's even like a naked lady painting like on the wall and stuff. And it, it's bizarre to see in Gilead. And at first when you see that the Martha is missing an eye, you seem like, Oh, this is a tough guy. But then you could almost think, is he taking in some of the more abused people? But maybe right. I'm just giving him too much credit. I'm hoping that there's some sort of hero in Gilead. He's making like, uh, broken women in Gilead. He's going to have the Gilead X-Men yeah. going on here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hopefully he'll recruit Janine next. <laughs> I mean, I guess... <laughs> two it, eyes together. <laughs> they are playing it really weird because it does. it is mysterious. And then... When his creepy wife shows up, it's like scary. Um, yeah, this is actually like a moment of dread where you're like, oh. Yeah. Uh, and, but then it kind of makes sense because it's like she is obviously for sure, you know, very sympathetic to what's happening. Because the only other thing is it's it's very convenient, of course, because she drops the knowledge that her husband is kind of like the architect behind the colonies. Or I don't know what she really meant, whether it be that 
he helped, you know, uh, set up the plan that that set up the attack or the bomb or whatever it is that caused the colonies, or if he just came with the idea to send women there to slowly die. And it seemed like he came up with the idea to have people work the colonies. Yeah. To, to to get whatever is in that soil that they need. It seems like it was his idea. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And, I mean, it's all, also very convenient because we know Emily is like a badass. Like, I always talk about how she's such a badass now. I mean, never mind how she ran over some guards and then killed <laughs> And somehow a, wasn't executed for it. Yeah, well, I mean, and even we talked a little bit about how, like, as you mentioned to me how you thought it was so unbelievable she wasn't executed, and I agree. But then also the fact that she she'd be let back in like understanding they under, even if them having a shortage of handmaids, it would almost seem like well we definitely don't let her back in. Yeah, one hundred percent they don't let her back in. I see them letting Janine back in. Yeah, you know, then they just know for next time when she has the baby, take her away immediately. <laughs> you know, but she can have the baby. Uh, but Emily, to our knowledge, hasn't had a ba- had a baby since this whole thing started, and. Try and kill the guardian, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, you come back." And no, that's not happening. And especially like, um, like as far as with the show setting up, it almost seems too obvious that this guy's a monster. But then again, they're all monsters, so it's it's almost like he has to be a monster. But it puts Emily in such a prime spot to get weird revenge because I mean, she was already kind of a kingpin at the colonies. Uh, as far as as much power as she can have there, but yeah. So it's either just setting up an obvious like she's gonna be able to like slice his throat and watch him bleed to death and fucking destroy his whole house or whatever, uh, or it'll be this weird you know other shoe drops and it's kind of this weird unholy alliance somehow. Uh, but it is weird to see how where it's going because yeah, he does he he ends with just a creepy line about like obviously how she lost her clit or whatever, and it's kind of like eh, things going on down there or something like that. Yeah, have you healed properly? I don't uh, know if that means, like, did you get an infection or did your clit grow back? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Yeah, but, like, am I going to help you or is it, am, I, am I just a weirdo looking forward to being a commander and you're a handmaid? Yeah, and I and I mentioned to you before when I was telling you that I was binging the show that one thing that the show is really good about, good about is is making you think f- at first that these people like when the commander first starts being nice you're like oh man maybe he's not maybe he's a good one and when Serena starts being nice you're like oh man maybe she's nice and everybody that comes into this show for a split second they get you to think maybe this guy's nice and so now I. I distrust that this guy's going to be a good guy in yeah. any way, shape, or form because they've they've scorned me too many times with tricking me into thinking these people have good in them. And so I I think that this guy's got a death by the hands of Emily coming his way for sure. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I do. I kind of enjoy how they're playing it because you can read some of the stuff he says either way because what he catches her reading and he's like, what's the penalty for reading? And she's like a finger. And he's like, used to be the hand. But then he's like, ah, the good old days or something. And you don't know <laughs> if he's being like just uh, eccentric, sarcastic, or he's being truthful. And then even the same, like how he knows about her, like he knows that she was a teacher and he's kind of asking her regular questions like, what did you teach? But then it could just easily be weird part of the torture of like just playing with her and like how life used to be. Yeah, and he even makes that comment where he's like, "There weren't, there didn't used to be hot scientists." Like almost like he didn't <laughs> believe her. <laughs> like to just kind of neg her a little more. Uh, yeah, I don't. He's they're playing him really well for sure. Um, yeah, I guess Natasha, Natasha's in the chat, and yeah, she's saying that what she's been reading, people are divided on on how he could maybe be somehow connected to Mayday or just an ultra villain. And yeah, I, I guess I'm glad to hear other people are thinking that because I I wasn't sure if I was just trying to look for a guy who's not terrible on the show because I'm a dude and I'm like come on we're the good dudes <laughs> yeah no it, it it's definitely uh, that was the thing I that stuck with me from this episode the most was wondering whether or not that guy I thought I felt I kind of felt like everything else in this episode was a little inconsequential it was just kind of a really long way to get June back in the house yeah but that guy was what kept me being like oh what what's this guy about yeah. <laughs> what's next and, and I guess one other thing part two about the uh going back to Eden as we kind of touch back on her storyline and her running away is this Isaac character I like care about way less even because the only time we've seen him, he's been like a harsh guard. Like he's always been like a fucking tough guy. So like, I don't care or do I even really buy, I mean, given it's not like he's had a ton of screen time, but I don't even buy that. He would all of a sudden be like, let's run away. I mean, I guess their love is that strong. 
I mean, they kind of hint at it, you know, where he's he's in, he's always the only one interested in her cooking, and then yeah. obviously they have their little makeout session. So they they plant some seeds where I guess it's if you accept that it all happened in the background while we weren't watching, it's it's not totally unbelievable. But but yeah, the fact that he has been so by the book, but then again, she's also been so by the book this whole time. So true. It, it would be the same for each of them. Yeah, that's true. Um. And yeah, I guess it's kind of like in a weird way June's fault. Not that it's comp- like her; she's directly involved, but she does give Eden the advice of, you know, uh, in this podunk world, you know, hold on to whatever love you can find, or uh, or basically whatever she says. Um, I think it's intended to make us be like, or for her to think that it's her fault, because yeah. if you think about how many people have died now where she thinks it's her fault or it is her fault, it's uh, you know, you even have the off-Daniel replacement, the, or the off-Glenn replacement, that family from the Econo, the Econo people, like, yeah. people just keep dying around her, <laughs> so and, and, she better stop giving advice. And that's the other thing, too, like, I mean, I guess the idea is the reason why they get executed is because she won't even like beg for forgiveness but i totally just assumed they would make her be a handmaid because especially the way they act like handmaids are so important yeah it was everything involving who becomes a handmaid and who doesn't is very muddy in the first place yeah um i was more confused as to why they were publicly executed in that fashion because in the previous season we've seen that all the executions were carried out by the handmaids Mm -hmm. so i don't know if like if we're supposed to assume they just changed that because they because of the rebellion oh. or or what happened i don't i don't know why we are supposed to just accept that that changed or if it was always supposed to be that way yeah well and especially i mean it definitely felt like the the writers just wanted to do something a little different and flashy because at the very least even if it wasn't the handmaids like stoning her or something they would have just been hung from the wall like everyone else cuz that was always the idea was you're kind of put on as a, like an example of what not to yes. do. And I'm, I guess I assume they could still do that with their bodies, but you would assume it would just be they'd be hanging outside of the house or on the wall or whatever. But it just felt like the show wanted to do something a little bit more flashy and different. So yeah, it's this I got al- that vibe for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess it works because, you know, it's not even like you're walking the plank off a ship or something in – it's this modern indoor pool, uh, so it's just such a you know nice parallel between this kind of archaic punishment. Uh, but yeah. ag- again, it just it's just hard to think that they wouldn't somehow force her to be a handmaid. But I guess maybe that's part of the statement they want to make with this character was that she still was like religious and believed in God, but she wasn't quite into everything they were into as far as the punishment like to her it didn't like the the how how bad things are didn't waver her her faith uh and not even to the point to save herself i guess and a lot of the things that she said that her mother had taught her kind of indicate to you too that there are people living in gilead and obviously we know there are people living in gilead who aren't sold on the the message but it it just kind of drives that home hmm yeah, that her she knows that 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 saying that love is patient, love is kind and stuff like she it's all it, it. There are people out there. It's it seems like it's almost even a smaller section of people that are completely sold on it uh, than people who aren't. They're just all being uh, held at gunpoint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that does make sense. It's just kind of like you step in line because otherwise you're going to be punished. But then you're still kind of a zealot. Well, I guess the zealot's maybe the wrong word. It just, I guess you just have your faith and it's even stronger than uh, your will to live. I guess, I, I think June had a line. I think she even said to the Econa wife who, when she's like, I'd rather die. I mean, I guess this was about giving up your child and she's like, I'd rather die. And then June's like, you know, you, you think that. And yeah, yeah. It, she says, I used to think that too. But then, in, so I guess you could almost think that some of these handmaids could have just held fast and been drowned, but it's kind of easier said than done to just be murdered than to try to like live a hell. I mean, I guess it's quite a quite a choice. Yeah, that's a real catch twenty two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, that's Gilead for you. Um, yeah. And yeah, basically, yeah, it brings us. That's kind of like the all the major plot points. We got the Emily and her commander. We got 
Eden and Isaac. We got Nick just, you know, being his smoldering self around the house. Mm, I don't buy Nick as smoldering, by the way. We haven't <laughs> talked about this, but I don't buy Nick as smoldering. But then again, I don't buy uh, June as a drop-dead gorgeous either, so... Well, it's really bizarre because... They're perfect for each other. I mean, and we've talked about that. When we talked about season one, we touched on this a bit, uh, Jacob and I. Um, it seems like Nick's purpose is to make it... like It's very YA novel elements of the story because it's this you know, uh, cute undercover guy, but it sets up this love triangle. And I'm sure right. eventually it would come to some weird head. I mean, we've seen it a little bit like when Nick talked to um, June's husband and he was kind of sad when she was happy to get the, the reports back and stuff like that. But then it's like sh- sh- they have this talk where it's like we could take our baby and run away and they're all like staring in each other's eyes. So, I mean, I don't know when it comes down to it, who's she picking? Well, if you look at it that way, I think Luke is very definitely PETA, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Nick is very definitely Gale, yeah. so I think long run, she's sticking with Luke begrudgingly, begrudgingly think, sticking with Luke. Yeah, I think you're right, and actually, that's a great comparison. I think Luke is absolutely PETA, and Nick is absolutely Gale, and when I see Nick, too, <laughs> I mean, speaking of him trying to be smoldering and, like, tough, all I think of, and I don't know if any, a lot of people even remember... He was in the social network. He's just like the lackey of the 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 Windervoss twins or whatever their names are. Of Army Hammers? Yes. He's just like the, the guy with plural. them. That, yeah, he's the guy that's like, they got Facebook online. We've got to go to court or whatever. So he's just kind of a little <laughs> weasel in that. So in this one, he's supposed to be this, you know, tough, like, ah, oh, I'm doing the Lord's work and drinking uh, shots, and I love June, but there's nothing I could do about it. It's really hard to buy. It's it's kind of funny to me that you say that because part of I think why I buy I sympathize with Serena is because one of my favorite games is Mass Effect Two, mm-hmm. and one of my favorite characters is uh, Miranda, who is also Yvonne Strabowski or however you say her name. Uh, and it's the kind of the same thing where she's pitched as someone evil, but then you you grow to like her because she's she's doing what she thinks is right. And it's so every time I'm like, oh Miranda. Miranda thinks she's doing the right thing. <laughs> well, it's so weird uh, bringing up Mass Effect 2 because anyone I've talked to always tries to say Miranda's the worst character, and I never understood that. Yeah, I don't understand that either. People do when I say that, like, I like Miranda. They're like, oh, dude, you like Miranda? Miranda sucks. I like Tally. <laughs> Tally sucks. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> now, uh, so, I mean, that's kind of the episode, but I do have a question for you. Now, we're we're on the road to the finale. It's actually coming up pretty quick. Um I don't know if you watched the next on preview or anything. I haven't watched anything like that. I don't but think I did. Are they just setting up a final Serena gesture where she's going to help Offred escape or June? Well, Jesus, what is they Offred? Hmm. I don't. I don't see it happening. I, on one hand, I do think that Serena is smart enough to realize that the only way she could ever truly get rid of her is by letting her escape. Hmm. But I, I, I still just I don't see her letting her try i don't i don't see it well okay i kind of here's another question here's another question then do you think this season ends with june escaping i don't Hmm. i think this season um you know what maybe maybe it's a combination of both of your questions where she offers to let her escape thinking that she's going to do it but she refuses because she won't leave without her baby. There's no way she's leaving without both one, at least one of her children. Yeah. I don't see that happening in any in any way, shape, or form. I agree. I agree. Although I do feel like, but maybe it's too obvious. But uh, I do feel like the whole thing at the beginning, and Jacob and I kind of talked about this, is that they teased the escape so much at the beginning because it's going to happen at the end of the season. But then again, it's hard to say because I completely could see it where, of course, that won't happen because they love just playing around with your expectations and wanting you to have hope and then tearing it away. So it is really hard to say because where we're at, I don't see her able to escape unless they just have been building up this big Serena turn where she's finally going to let her do it. But I do agree. Like it's, I don't think june is going to leave without her baby and i don't think serena would ever let her leave with the baby so there goes that plan yeah the 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 one interesting kind of wrench in it is the guy from america who spoke with serena so one thing that i could see happening and this is a little out is a little out there but i could see serena taking the baby 
and yeah, going with and taking up Joel from Parenthood's uh, offer and leaving herself. And then June is just stuck there without her baby, and and Serena got out. Actually, and, I kind of do like that because it almost it gives June like a new mission in a weird way. Um, and actually, and my logic is just that they wouldn't cast Joel from Parenthood for just one episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or would they? Is that how they? That's how they're trying to throw us off. We'll get Joel. He's Joel. such a hunk. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get hunky Joel. I mean, they have mentioned. I mean, they even mentioned Hawaii in this episode as well. It was between uh, Nick and June, but it was like a weird reminder of mm-hmm. like, oh, Hawaii's a place you can go, uh, right. which is weird because I mean, I've seen like, I mean, I guess a lot of these were just hearsay and people guessing because I've seen some of the fan-made maps on how like Gilead, how big Gilead is and stuff, but. From this episode, they made it seem like it is basically coast to coast because when she says or when he says we'll go out west and then June says like, oh, it's still Gilead. And that's when he says Hawaii. So it does feel like that has to come back somehow. Uh, yeah, they, they they have to because I get that part of it was just to I get the point of why him meeting her. If that doesn't happen, I still understand it. Uh, but it just it seems a little too a little too coincidental. Uh, everything involved. I think I think that that might be where they're going with it. And the only other thing too, um, it doesn't seem in tone with this show, so I don't think something like this would happen. But it does seem like when they've checked in with Canada, and even when uh, the commander went to visit Canada, there's been this like back talk about potential like them sending troops or some sort of. Uh, invasion trying to kick in or something like that. Uh, That's true. Because I think they referenced uh, they they referenced like a specific battle that was something to do with like coming down from Canada through New York or something. Um, and then I don't know. It's been kind of in the background, but it also it just feels a little out of place. Like if all of a sudden it was like a battle was going on, but I guess it it could still happen. It could. Uh, speaking of the commander, to backtrack, not too much, but do you feel like they're playing command the commander a little too dumb? Commander Waterford, uh, like when she starts kind of trying to entice him again at the end, and he's like, "Yeah, like it's like no, yeah. this man, this man is like the highest ranking military official. He's not going to keep falling for this. I, I don't, I don't necessarily buy it. It's, it's hard to say because I do feel like they play him dumb when it's convenient, and even in respect to Serena, because even sometimes in the in the flashbacks, they make it seem like Serena was ordering him around a bit, except yeah. for when she was hurt. Yeah. And he did kind of go out of his way to what, like assassinate those people. But then right. sometimes it's, she's the one that's like, you call yourself a man. Were you going to go out there and do something? What's wrong with you? And like, and then he gets all like hyped up, but then yeah, other times then he's like spanking her with his belt and <laughs> being like a tough dude. So uh, yeah, it, it really feels like they go back and forth, but maybe that's the idea is that he is this like toxic masculine dude, but He's very easily manipulated by women, I guess. It is kind of like a like an incel online where they talk all this tough shit, and then <laughs> yeah. you see him in you see him in person, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I held the door for you." Yeah, like <laughs> that's Commander Waterford. Yeah, like because he kind of will look to her for guidance on what to do, but then if it's ever in his face, like when they were doing stuff when he wasn't around, he'll he gets like, uh, you know, like his ego's hurt. So he has to like lash out. So it is bizarre. And I guess that kind of even ties in with how he was acting about Eden in this episode. Um, yeah. Because I think I do have his line where he's like, uh, yeah, where is this? Yeah. Uh, Where's this slut? She won't get far. Why is she risking so much? And you're right. Yeah. Uh, June hits her with a hits him with like, you know, we'll play Scrabble. And I thought she was owning yeah. him. But then I he, thought she was too, but, but then he was like, yeah, let's play Scrabble. Yeah, he acted I, like, I love it. It's a great game. Yeah, he acted like it was cool. Uh, so it is bizarre. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's that, unless you have any other uh, any other thoughts. Uh, that was about it. Um, to circle back on my binge watching, I did want to consult at least one other person on this. Was the Luke episode the most boring episode of this show that ever existed? The one where it was all just Luke in Canada? Um, I remember kind of liking it, but maybe it was because like I was watching it week to week. So it right. was it was kind of a welcome break to get out of Gilead for a while. Although I can't remember. That, that wasn't the same episode that also had um, when... Um, uh, what's her name from Orange is the New Black shows up as a refugee, is it? Uh, it might have. Moira? Actually, it might have been Moira, yeah. Pusey? Be- because I, uh, or actually that looks like it was the finale. 
I'm looking at my notes real quick. Uh, oh no, I think wait, it's it might have been the end. Two. Yeah, it might have been like the end of that episode, and then going into the next one. Because I, yeah, I mean, I don't remember a lot of the specifics of his escape. I do remember it was like he was running into people and they were getting killed and whatever, and he got on the boat. Uh, and that didn't affect me too much, but I remember being like really affected when Moira gets taken in as a refugee and and her whole story. That is, yeah, that was really good. I like that. And when he comes to greet her at the end, and he's yes, like, yeah. she's like, we're my family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, you guys are family. Uh, but yeah, I guess Jim, you're right. I'd put you on my contact list if, if we were uh, in separate countries and yeah. you were a refugee. I'd want to know if you made it. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Going to Little America. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, put your, I'll put your picture up, whether okay, you're alive you. or dead. Um, I'll look through dead people binders <laughs> for you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I do kind of hope to see a little bit more of that, but then also... I don't in a weird way because I, I'm, I'm obviously most invested in what, what June's going on, but I have missed like Moira and some of her stuff, even though we, we spent a little time this season with her. Yeah. I, that actress is just great. She makes you like everything she's in. She makes you like every character. Yeah. And I imagine it's just got to be because she's likable in person. She's probably the greatest. <laughs> I want to be friends with Samira Wiley. That's kind of what I was saying because I agree on her and I was saying the same thing about uh, the actress that plays June's mom. I just really like her presence, and even though she's not in the show a lot, I just like that actress. I know she pops up in the, things here and there. Yeah, she's always the uh, the feminist lesbian uh, mother who doesn't care, yeah. uh, <laughs> as she is in uh, Transparent and everything else she's ever been in. I actually did, because I've never watched Transparent, and I was looking at her IMDb, and I almost was thinking about watching it just because I saw that she's in it. Uh, yeah, she, I mean, eh, she's, she's only in it for a like lot. a season. Yeah. I, and I, can't, I can't say yes or no to that. Quick uh, side thought. I mean, this is nothing new with Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale, but I'm watching um, United States of Tara, and I saw that Jill Soloway is one of, like, she wrote a few episodes of the first season, and she's the creator transparent, correct? I think? I'm not sure, uh, but that sounds about right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I know, United like, States of Tara is great. I'm glad you're watching it. I'm always the one that's, like, always looking at who does what. I just expected you to just know offhand. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm it really is. bad about it. Like, it's sometimes even directors, I'm like, who? <laughs> People are like, David O. Russell, or whatever his name is. It took me forever to learn who that guy was. Well, I mean, that's that. Uh, get ready for the finale. Send your thoughts over to showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com. Um, you can actually find more of Kristen, both on Jim and Them, the other show I host, and on twitch.tv slash Kristen k-r-e-e-s-t-i-n it's kind of like my name is Kristen, but you say it like Kristen, like that so make sure you get on that and uh yeah let us know we're 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 gearing up i'm saying we're leaving gilead one way or the other i i feel actually last question is this going to end are they going to end on some sort of up like small uplifting piece of hope or any hope whatsoever or is it just going to be another downer I think it's going to be another downer. I think it's going to be a complete hope crusher. I think I think we're last scene. I think Serena takes the baby leaves and the last scene is just June sitting alone in a room with like a, a diaper. It really feels <laughs> looking at the diaper, crying <laughs> into the diaper. It really feels like if they end on too big of a downer, a lot of people are just going to be like I can't watch this show anymore. I can't watch this. But I, I could be know. wrong. I think people crave it. I think people crave a little bit of a downer. Yeah. Well, let us know your thoughts. But uh on that there's only one thing left to say. What's that? Stop the presses!